This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast and go to saythiscast.com if you want to hear previous episodes. Hi, party podcast people. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This. Um, I am Nicole, and I am joined here today by my co-host, Genre. And we are going to be very specific and talk like white people who pronounce every word. The whole like word, this. just like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I even watched Boondocks again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love the Boondocks. I should rewatch oh, that. So uh, good. Anyways, we're recording this uh, Friday. April 16th and um, this will release a week after so most of you who are listening to this at the time of release will know that last week was certainly a really tiring fucking week there was horrifying a lot of fucking bullshit going on like in the left there is a bunch of ridiculous fucking infighting it started with liberals being like i think that socialists secretly harbor this secret desire to genocide the rich and we hate them then it went to yet another uh show of police brutality in minnesota at the very same time that Derek chauvin is undergoing trial in uh minneapolis same city same police brutality only this time we get like a, a delicious lemon twist of um a cop who had been on the force for 26 years and was a field trainer who could not tell the difference between her fluorescent yellow taser which is side holstered and her gun which is holstered on the other side of her body and way heavier and not yellow and so she and not accidentally a taser. and not a taser and so importantly so she uh pulled that out and shot him and i'm not really interested in discussing at all whether it was a mistake or not because i'm not sure which one's worse um just so everybody knows my take on that she got a she got charged with manslaughter too which so, is the correct uh, charge, probably. It is. It definitely is. So uh, she, I, yeah. So when yeah. they arrested her, she was in by midday and out that night. And just so everybody has a point of comparison for this, uh, at the uh, protest that had occurred, I believe the day before, um, protesters had been held, or it couldn't have been the day before because the protesters were held for 36 motherfucking hours without bail. Hmm. <laughs> Just so everybody is aware of that, that's like that. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. That's just a little thing. Just, uh, just for specificity, a, a nugget. Uh, the um, it, it was it was in a suburb of Minneapolis, different police force. It was Brooklyn Center. Thank you. Because any time, and this is for anybody that wants to go online and try to argue with people or anything, anytime you're not specific and accurate then the idiots are going to harp on that and and just 
like it matters the whole conversation like it like, matters like exactly yeah. like it exactly. like it means literally nothing but that's true and important to to note and then at the very same time Lindsay ellis noted uh film critic and youtuber um came back to talk about um her previous cancellation and to put the cherry on the uh, shit pile that was this week, the uh, footage of the killing of a 13-year-old boy, Adam T- Toledo, was released by the Chicago Police Department, uh, and it was revealed in really obvious form, and I say that from first-hand experience of watching the unvarnished uh, clip, that uh, this shooting was described last week as a armed face-off and the boy had a gun but he said but they said drop the gun and put your hands up the boy dropped the gun and put his hands up and one second later he was shot dead so that was that was the (sighs) week um and in the midst of this i prepared absolutely the fuck nothing for this podcast and i hope that you will understand why however i have a lot to say about literally everything that happened this week but i wanted to focus on one particular thing because it really bothers the shit out of me and it it hits on a lot of points so even though there are most definitely more important things to talk about i'm going to talk about the cancellation of lindsay ellis (laughs) <laughs> we you know what we here and i shouldn't have to say this are very into transparency um so when we say uh something hasn't been prepared that is just what happened and uh and this is going to be interesting i just want to say that as well please nicole what would you like to say about Lindsay Ellis? i just watched the video this afternoon so um, we're going to put that video in the show notes because there are a lot of details that I'm not going to say here because that video's long as shit. And yeah. honestly, I don't feel like 99% of it deserves all that much attention. Certainly anything that happened before the week of her cancellation. Um, but essentially what you need to know is that um, the day after the brutal slaying of i believe eight uh asian women yeah in georgia um, yeah just outside atlanta out of, just outside of atlanta uh lindsay ellis made a tweet a fairly innocuous tweet that said i watched uh the, dra- and the last raya dragon. and the last airbender dragon <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> Uh, people who were likely feeling a little bit hyper vigilant for anti Asian sentiment, feeling fairly uh, powerless considering what happened not but 24 hours ago, decided that this was not a uh, you know comparison between the uh, structures of both Avatar: The Last Airbender and Raya and the Last Dragon, which. Uh, there are, are places you can go for that comparison. Full disclosure, haven't watched Raya, have zero interest. Um, but people decided that she was saying that they're the same because uh, Asian influence, which was a stretch. 
And part of the reason why people were extending this viciously uncharitable um, reading of these tweets was because a few days previous, she had made another tweet about um, Harriet, the movie, and about how... That was just a few days before? I believe so, or maybe the week before, but it was recent. It was recent, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And she made a comment about Harriet that was saying, I'm kind of morbidly curious about if there's fanfic between um, Harriet Tubman and her, like, fanfic, like, white OC that she was in her, like, who was obsessed with her in the movie and was, like, the focal point of, like, the of the fucking movie. Also haven't seen that one. Please refer to Lindsay's video. She has. Um, but essentially saying... God, online ships sure do go to some horrific fucking places. I really don't want to know about the fanfic that definitely exists for this, like, viciously problematic pairing. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, there's Rule 34. It it does exist. Then there's Rule 35 that she that she enacted if it doesn't exist now it does because you mentioned it yeah but um <laughs> but the thing is that like both of these things were saying something very specific and other people read it uh either in bad faith or good faith don't really care which uh to be perfectly honest that these statements were i were a viciously anti-black or insensitive um and be uh, racist towards Asian people. Now, I'm gonna leave mm-hmm. the the uh, a- the stuff about Asians to the Asian folk because I don't want to get canceled. Um, but I'm gonna speak about the Harriet thing. I do not understand why people were upset at that. Um, also, just like not to like cite my asian friend or anything because <laughs> but like i literally have been on twitter and like i've done a little bit of poking around on this because it's a pandorama and i am in the house and i've read about two asian people saying like i think it was like a little bit like insensitive or like poorly worded or poorly timed but none of the backlash that like came from that is particularly helpful or like you know this is or but the main sentiment was um this movie is a white move. It was like kind of like a white production with a couple of asian people in non-leadership positions weird hill to die on and also if you take the tweet as it was intended which most people read accurately um don't know why people got mad don't know what she has to apologize so well i'm sure that and i have seen them a few asian people who are like fucked up over it a little bit or just saying like this isn't like super good i think that the general temperature of the room was that like the reaction to it was weird yeah we had uh two episodes of cartoon of a cartoon review like talking about cartoons and representation and i multi i know multiple times i compared uh i compared these cartoons to avatar yeah it's just a genre now it's just 
the like avatar clones or is just what what happens now yeah and just so everybody fucking knows um because this is a point that i wanted to pull out of the video because it was said before that and also i think that this is a good point other people were making the exact same fucking comparison because it was really 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 fucking obvious like yeah like um just going story beat by story beat same shit um <laughs> different day so really hard to believe that anybody was making the criticism that this was an unusual uh comparison to make fucking weirdo or maybe uh i wonder why they didn't uh levy that criticism at the mainstream uh white male run uh youtube channels that are apolitical and why they did it at uh lindsey osman it's a mystery why they uh didn't come after the white dudes and they came after the uh queer woman I don't know. Maybe it was misogyny. <laughs> during during the video, she like actually like says like I'm I like she's actually queer, and people have been calling her like a straight white woman. I knew that she, but like, listen, I found Leslie Ellis two years ago. Tell me how I knew that she was queer, and all of these weirdos who have been tracking her for years and like secretly grievance collecting knew that she like didn't know that. They did. <laughs> just God. just so you they, they fucking do anyways um, anyway this whole thing is just wild it's just it's, ugh. this isn't ugh. a quote-unquote drama review because honestly drama feels a little bit too light for the situation it really was like a protracted harassment campaign that yeah. prodded some of the deepest darkest uh corner inner recesses of a woman's trauma so not going to talk about that part of it but you know watch the video chances are you'll get something out of it and then go watch uh natalie win aka contrapoints video on the same topic called cancel honestly Lindsay's is better so if you gotta watch one because both of them are like longer than the fucking iliad um so there <laughs> um also watch it on 1.2 or 1.5 speed or two um i feel like people underuse this feature of youtube yeah so this video released a couple of days ago and it was a very strange time for me personally because on one hand you have these cases of police brutality and people accurately saying hey the the police system as it exists it can't exist like that we need abolition we need a to abolish our carceral mindset we need to reimagine public safety we need to reimagine what it means to have a safe society and what accountability looks like also we need to hold the police accountable for anything qualified immunity is stupid and at the same time the very same community of people or like you know there's a venn diagram and there's significant overlap between the or not significant i guess uh because one is far more important and elevated in the media than the other but like of a certain subsection so like of terminally online people on the left who engage in bread tube and bread tube related content like propane related content Sorry. <laughs> uh, that group of people who are calling for abolition, 
and also talking about Lindsay Ellis's video, a lot of these people were saying, fuck Lindsay Ellis. I think that she's white womaning. And why did she make such a long video about everything that she's ever done wrong? What a ridiculous waste of time. Too long. Didn't watch. Fuck her. She had two choices. One was to just apologize and come back and eat crow. And the other one was to make this two hour video. And that's what she did. And look at this white woman. Uh, victim <laughs> complex and at the same time talking about how um, we need to abolish our causal mindset and not shoot at people ever and trust everybody to be a special snowflake who will um, go along with restorative justice and that this is the correct way to do things so I got a really, I got a nuclear take for you people. Oh, God. These two thoughts are not fucking compatible. <gasps> what? I know, it's, it's fucking crazy. I can't believe this. So I'm going to give you a bullet that you have to bite if you're pro total abolition of the police state, which a lot of these people are uncritically. Um, and just to say I'm pro abolition too. But there's some nuance to mine. I think that we do need some sort of prison because I'm not willing to bite this bullet. But if you are for total abolition, you have to accept that sometimes there are going to be some really terrible fucking people. People who, who are sadistic motherfuckers who enjoy inflicting pain on others. And they go through a restorative justice process and make amends to the people that they hurt. And then if you're for total abolition, like nowhere to keep these people, they neither are separated from society, nor are they disallowed from participation in society going forward, even if they kill another 50, 60 people. Some people are monsters. Like that, that's the, that's the thing. Like some people, some people need to be separated from society because either something happened to them. Uh, there's something. Or just they them. were born just, bad. There are some people just, who are born yeah, fucking some people wrong. Are just born bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, and it's not their fault, but we have to think about like, sometimes we have to think about the greater good. We don't have to put them in hell holes like American prisons are, you know, but and we can certainly reduce the number of people that go wrong by increasing physical and mental health care and mm -hmm. using other mechanisms in order to help people be better parents and fuck their children up less. But that's a longer project. So and not full of proof, like maybe it's because I listen to true crime podcasts sometimes, but I just literally know that there are some people out there who like have had pretty reasonable like everybody would objectively say like that's a reasonable childhood and they take in like the smallest bit of rejection like just imagine like you know everybody has faced rejection in their life so imagine if rather than like being sad for a week or a month or a year or whatever the fuck it was you like decided that you're going to rape twenty two thousand women and then like kill some of them and consume their flesh that like those people exist just so you know. Yeah. And yeah. there's like nothing that you can do to stop it because, as I said, completely normal childhoods reacting to stimulus that is within the normal bounds of human experience in completely fucked and like unpredictable ways because that just seems to be something that happens from time to time. 
The reason why I say this is because it is the same people who mindlessly utter this complete abolition note who are often the most unwilling to be charitable towards the most uh, lukewarm, quote-unquote, infractions of people around. Yeah. Uh, so... That got that went to a dark place for a second. I mean, this whole thing is this whole thing is dark because it's. I mean, we we, it's it's it. Parts of it are funny, honestly. Like like the, like comparing Raya the last and the last dragon and, and Avatar the last Airbender. Like that's that's kind of fun, but it's really the the what happened after and how deep it went is is dark. It's just. Yeah, horrifying it's, um... to think about like seriously like it, people a lot of people and hopefully people listening to this show um will watch the video or just listen to us and think like this like sometimes like we've talked about internet blood support before and it gets dark and sometimes it goes on for so long and so, like bloodsports blood sports can be cute but like harassment campaigns that span for like dunking on somebody for a couple of days but there are like ways that people take it where like they will literally collect grievances against a person for 10 years like on a completely unrelated note but important i was watching a little video today talking about a 26 year old who was writing some pedo fanfic like just fanfic about like characters that are 13 years old within the 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 show that they're in but aged up to 18 so they can have them smash or whatever and then like didn't mention <laughs> anywhere in the text except for on her profile page that they were of age so within the the canon of the text and the text alone literal children yep and she wrote a 500 tre page treatise on why another uh, fanfic user was a toxic person because a, the other person was 13 years old and stumbled upon this not safe for work uh, fanfic and was pissed because the shit wasn't marked not safe for work. <sighs> that is, yeah, that's long as fucking shit so like there are levels <sighs> to this dunking on bean dad for a couple of weeks maybe stop but also funny 500 page treatise on 13 year old child and Lindsay ellis's like public shaming and like bringing up a whole series of shit that's like really fucked up against somebody who has a really solid reputation and uh track record of fairly decent content with jokes that have aged poorly and also moments of not being able to do what or like being insensitive but you know addressing most of those instances at the time so when i see people who are sitting here and telling me hey, I uh, want police abolition and I want prison abolition and no one should ever have to go through any of that shit. Uh, oh, wait. I already made this fucking point. Fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> so the other thing, 
that really fucking sucks is that a lot of the people who are responding to the video were responding with that too long didn't watch or oh, she's a white woman victim, which is some shit because a bunch of people kept on saying that listen to BIPOC thing as a bludgeon against a queer woman against the wishes of a lot of people from the uh, Asian community, to my understanding. And that fucking sucks because like, a lot of like what Lindsay Ellis says, and I think I have unambiguously not seen a single person of color disagree with this, is that a lot of times um, white people are the most eager to call out racism, not when it would fucking matter to anybody who counts, but only when it's time to take down another white progressive for some perceived uh, infraction. Which is exactly what the fuck happened. Just so everybody knows. Just yeah. just so everybody fucking knows. Um, people of color are humans, just like you, if you're white. And just like you don't like it if people weaponize you as a playing chip in a game that you're not even really involved in. Because who the fuck cares about Lindsay Ellis? Like, in the, in the cosmic reality of things. If everybody was a... Everybody turned into the same person with the same personality as Lindsay Ellis today from everything that's publicly available, world would be a better place. Um, direct that attention towards somebody who isn't a good person. But, you know, we don't like being used in other people's games. We're human beings who have wishes and thoughts. And whenever you say, oh, an Asian person said that you were wrong, so now I'm championing their wishes. It's like, okay, but 10 other people said that it, was, that it wasn't wrong. But let's say that it was an equal amount of people. One Asian person said this is fucked up and one Asian person said it, it isn't. That's 50-50. You don't really get to say listen to, to people of color because, um, Plenty of people listen to p people of color and are still fucking wrong about their opinions on people of color every single fucking day. Candace Owens is a <laughs> black woman. Do not listen to that fucking bitch about anything she says about black women. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Lori Lightfoot. She's a cop. <laughs> she she don't know nothing about being black. Fuck that bitch. Um, like the point is that people's identity, a does not make them an authority on the experience of their group as a aggregate. Number two, uh, we're not a monolith. You cannot reference black people as a singular group. We disagree on everything. Just every group yeah, does. Trans people agree on nothing. Gay people agree on nothing. Lesbians, nothing. Italians, nothing. No group of people that we like arbitrarily lump together for any sort of stupid fucking reasons agrees on anything regarding their background. Guarantee it 100%. Just had a very vicious argument with another Jamaican about the best Jamaican beef patties in the world. And they are at the Caribbean American Bakery in Chicago, um, <laughs> Illinois. And everybody can go fuck themselves. Fuck a tasty patty. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, this actually like makes me think about um, a, like something I can use 
in these kinds of things in the future. Like if I'm talking to someone and and I know they're uh, a woman and they're saying like, oh, you should listen to Bi- BIPOC, you should listen to these, and th- this person is horrible. I'm like, how would you feel if a whole bunch of men were just standing around arguing about how people should listen to women without that- actually including you in the conversation? Or citing a single woman, and every other woman had a dissenting opinion. Exactly, like they, like a lot of, like I can't. It's we don't. It's nice to have allies, you know. Just be allies when it matters. It's nice to have friends. Don't be a shitty friend. Yeah, allies are nice, but really, allies need to apply their attention to things that actually matter. Like, yeah. why don't you go after Shane fucking Dawson? Nobody gives a shit about Raya the Last Dragon. Just, Nobody gives a fuck about Raya the Last Dragon, and also, Nobody. really importantly, it's a white production. It's the same thing when people go up for Soul. Oh, oh, God! Lindsay didn't even mention this, but she made a tweet <laughs> oh about how she didn't like Soul because she didn't really like how the core conceit of the movie, another movie which I have not seen, um makes you need to revere the spirit of the unborn child in a way that makes her a uh, agnostic person feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Will you believe that I saw black people saying that this was like racist? And it's like, same thing with Raya. Soul is a Disney movie. Soul was a white story for a white writer that was later said, well, something black why don't we just like make this black and then they like made it black ish but like was everybody on the show involved in the show black no 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 so it's like it's very strange to defend this as something of coming from the black community when it has you know nearly nothing black in it in the dna of the film rye is a different situation still white writers white directors hard to say that this is like you know, if this was an indie film from an Asian American production team, really bad comparison to make, probably. Like, I would just, I would probably say that's in poor taste, but this is literally Disney. Really? I, I, Honestly, I would still make the same comparison. I would still make, listen, I'm, I would make the same comparison, but I would understand a little <laughs> bit more why people would feel sensitive about it. But like people taking ownership over white shit that pretends to be people of color shit is something that bothers the fuck out of me. It's like, if you're defending, like, I don't know. I, I don't you, I mean, think I, I have a good want- example of this. It's like. I don't know. If you want to die on a hill about like, here's my, I guess, here's my contribution. I don't go up for Black Panther. I really like the movie and there are a lot of black people involved in it. But at the end of the day, that's Marvel. Marvel's Disney and most of the people benefiting the most from that film are white. Probably less so than in the case of Soul or Raya, but like that fact remains. And so like when people want me to go up for fucking Black Panther, I'm like, I'm going to go up for N.K. Jemison and nobody else. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I have a finite number of hours on this earth with which to do on my with my time. 
What I'm not going to do is sit around and um, defend the merits of white productions feigning blackness with everything that I have in my spirit. And to be perfectly clear, I don't think that Black Panther is a perfect comparison. I think that Black Panther is much more of a black production than it, than like Raya or Soul is. I was just reaching for something that I could remember. I I I mean. <laughs> White people can make good things. They, I mean, white people made Avatar The Last Airbender, you know, but they, but they approached it with like, you know, the, the aspects with like respect and everything. But you can't call it like an Asian production, obviously, but like white people can make, can make good things. Yeah, I'm Sometimes not. Say- I'm not saying they involve they- like other. Well, I'm not saying you are, but like a lot of people, they're like, like uh, I've seen people say like, oh, they should, um, like when when uh, Avatar comes up and uh, people are like, oh, the Avatar, you know, like they're just cribbing off of Asian cultures. Like they made a good thing that touched a lot of people. Like settle down. Some you can you can make things that 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 take um inspiration from different cultures you can you can make things that t- take inspiration from uh different folklore and, and peoples and everything like that the main thing is you need to be respectful of that and th- you need to not fuck around with it that much i think the main know? i think the main frustration for people who are frustrated with avatar is that it's like literally one of the most like revered and loved uh western animations of all time and like Asian animators and such don't get any play in the fucking West, and yet these people cribbing off of everything Asian were able to get like more success than all of the, the Asian people living here and trying to fight in the industry combined. But that mm-hmm. like does not mean that Raya is like was like the silver bullet or like their first chance to success. It's like it wasn't because it wasn't even an Asian thing. Like they haven't <laughs> even had that opportunity. Get mad at that. There are systems of power that exist in the animation industry. Like why the fuck didn't Di- did Disney not hire any Asian directors? Get mad at them. Boycott Raya. Don't defend it against like it's <laughs> not even Raya a crit- it's really not even a fucking critique. <laughs> What? What? <clears throat> what? What? I was like boycotting Raya. Like you could do that, but nobody else saw Raya. So yeah, I mean, like you don't need to. You don't need to boycott Raya. No one was interested, anyways. But like, um, <laughs> like it, it, it shot itself, its own self in the foot by being a Avatar clone. Um, yeah, del- but del- like der- derivative, yeah. extremely derivative, and also like, I don't know, bad time to release a film. Uh, mm. Kind of unfortunate. I'm sure that it's like perfectly fine. I haven't heard anything like really offensive or bad about no, it. No, people. I mean, it's fine. Like, like it, maybe, maybe we can watch it like a lot at some point. But like, it's it's not it's not mind blowing. You know. Yeah, it's not like culture. It's not culture changing, yeah. but it's like you know to defend something against a criticism that wasn't there because it's not even a criticism. It's like it's not a criticism to relate one thing to another, particularly when Avatar is considered a really wonderful 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 thing who the fuck would say would take being compared to avatar as being like an inherently bad thing the answer is no one because it's like one of the most important fucking uh pieces of animation that exists in the west um so yeah um 
it's fucking basically what I had to say is that it is really fucking weird that a there's so many white people involved in this. Please stop using people of color as your fucking bludgeon and then throwing us away when it fucking counts. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there are going to be a lot of protests this week. And I feel like I can look at any given protest and there aren't going to be many white people there. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I feel feel like a lot of the people who are online aren't going to be the white motherfuckers who are, um, you know, white knighting the shit out of hating uh, Lindsay Ellis will um, not be at those protests and they will not be joining their local DSA chapter and they won't be uh, calling on Disney to have more Asian people in positions of power um, on their next production. They won't be doing any of that shit. They'll be waiting until the next opportunity that they can shit on a, uh, another white person and then they'll use us and then they'll throw us down until the next time they do. If you, if you do this shit, fucking stop you're irritating like i i don't think that people know how fucking annoying it is it is like it's exhausting it's fucking it's fucking exhausting like because we can see we know what's gonna happen and we know what's gonna happen and it's just it's just so fucking annoying and it's so exhausting and it's just we're not okay you're trying to be a good person i guess like, but you're doing it in a stupid, selfish way. Also, this is low-hanging fruit, and you're saying do the work to Lindsay Ellis when you're not doing the work yourself. Yeah, you're not doing the fucking work. It's it's fucking offensive. Um, and I'm not gonna tell you to do any of like the condescending bullshits, but it's like also just like I don't know. I really wish that white people like I say I said this on Twitter the other day. And I say this a lot casually more in real life than online because there's very little room for nuance. But frequently I think that um, white people don't really see black people as being quite the same as as they are, like human-wise, like emotions-wise. And I think that this extends to all people of color. Like you look at the way that they treat people of color and it's very precious like even the most well like a lot of really well-meaning white people treat like black people extremely preciously like really paternalistic or just in a way that suggests that they think that we're like some sort of monolithic group of people like i don't think that white people think that they agree on anything and they would be idiots if they think they did because 50 people like 50 percent of white people voted for fucking donald trump like you know that there are divisions within your community so when they look at black people or any other community and they're like this is a homogenous community of black people um it's like you know that that's not true though right like just like your communities of white people we are a uh arbitrarily thrown together a group of people with similar skin tones um that you designate us as x y or z and you probably couldn't define like our individual groups anyways and let me tell you 
that goes like 5,000 times more for Asians and brown people to be perfectly fucking obvious because mm-hmm. everybody thinks that because there are a lot of people walking around in America who think that every single brown person is fucking Mexican um, and that every <laughs> single uh, person from Asia is goddamn Chinese. It's very ugly. These are not monolithic groups, just like white people aren't. You got your Italians with the with the make of the meatball. You got your Irishmen with their IRA shenanigans. You got the British with their disgusting food and culture. You have um, what is with you and British food? I fucking lately? hate British people. Oh my That's god! Like two episodes in a row. I fucking hate. <laughs> I'm on a big fuck the British kick. Um, Apparently, yeah. We should we, we should tie it up. <laughs> yeah so anyways that's the that's the rant um it's all i had i hope that you enjoyed the the frustration that i feel at this current moment it is profound evidence-based radio a weekly science and skepticism show from a feminist and socialist perspective every week we explore the interesting and important stories in science with a focus on the positive email questions or requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com you can listen online on your favorite podcatcher or at evidencebasederata.com evidence-based radio is a member of the planetside podcast network rant is completed but now we get to talk about much happier things. So happy. Nicole, happy. What is happy with your happy? I love my dog. I love my dog. (laughs) That's it. I just love my fucking dog. She's great. Um, I didn't really have anything else to mention this week. It's kind of been like a a pit. It's been a pit of like lukewarm and like a whole bunch of really like depressing things. Um, But I mean, one of the things that I really appreciate that I, I have a dog around and also like when you feel, Oh, actually I have one. Well, d- oh. Don't, don't cut my dog. Cause she's, she's beautiful and wonderful. And I everybody will cut needs your dog. to know. Um, anyways, <laughs> there is a, uh, a Twitter account called cakes with threatening auras. Um, and Quiet. it said, just go with it. And it said, if you ask subway, we'll make it. If you ask subway, we'll make it. Um, the reason why I messed that up is because this was a Snapchat and the Snapchat did not have a uh, comma next to if you ask, which it should have, but it didn't. And it said, um, and it is a, uh, it is a sub, like a Subway sandwich, long boy, filled with chocolate chip cookies. I just found it. I don't know how to feel about this. Um, so Twitter user, uh, friend trey that's not spelled right either um said i am walking 30 minutes to subway to get this right now this is not a joke then my good friend piranha plant went to subway and he ordered the subway sub which they made and it was filled with chocolate chip cookies fresh built and then he ate 75 percent of it puked and walked the hour home and that is legitimately one of the best things that I've ever seen on the internet. It makes me so happy. It's so fucking weird. Why does Subway make the 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 cookie sandwich? Why do they make that? Why 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 can you walk into a Subway and ask them to put like nine cookies on a 
on a white bread and give it to you. How much does that cost? Also, I can tell you why. This absolute king walked an hour down a highway <laughs> in what looks like rural Midwestern America to do it, to make sure that it wasn't a lie for the community. What a king. <laughs> and then it was disgusting, but he got it. And he kept us all in the loop. Oh my God, it was only $4 and something cents. That's crazy. They, um, That's cheaper than, than cookies. Trey live tweeted this whole experience. Um, and Braver. Yeah, I, I can tell you why, like how this happens. Because I've known people that work at Subway. They don't care. Nobody at Subway cares. They're there to make stupid sandwiches so they can get beer money and rent that's if someone walks in and says i want cookies in a bun they'll be like whatever i don't care and they'll just sell the cookies whatever (laughs) but it was four dollars that's a deal four dollars well i mean nine cookies their their cookies are kind of expensive honestly for what they are they're disgusting i mean i know (laughs) what i'm saying is i think that that's less expensive than if you bought all of the cookies that went into that probably that's crazy. That's a deal. Probably. If you just don't get the, the cookies baked and you order a cookie sub, you'll probably get a ton of chocolate chip cookies. That's a catering idea. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, before I go to Subway Prison, uh, what's making you happy, genre? <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, catering idea. Um, um, okay. So, um, so we have a bird feeder, uh, and, uh, my wife has a bird feeder. She put it in the front yard, right in front of the window. So she could sit on the couch and look out and watch all the birds. Right. That's nice. And weirdly fascinating. I, sometimes I said, it's like, there's just birds, but it's like, you just stare at them. It's like, I don't know. So she's been working from home. And like last year, she was like, I want to get a, a bird feeder with a camera in it so I can watch birds while I work. It was $150 for this little camera that's like basically embedded in this in this little um, bird bird feeder. It's dumb. And I was like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> it's a waste of money. She's like, oh, okay. And she forgot about it. Uh, I thought about it like recently and i said and i thought like how can i do this because sometimes i like taking weird problems and trying to figure them out so i got a security camera like a cheap security camera right from like real link or something hooked it up to our um to our wi-fi and it's a constant stream i got the information from the camera threw it in obs and then made a youtube account i am not sharing this no because it's filming our front yard but if she's at work or away or something or sometimes i'm like feeling all pent up or something like having a bad day i just go to this youtube channel and just watch these goddamn birds and honestly sometimes i turn it on i'm like it's so relaxing. 
<laughs> so now we have a YouTube channel of uh <laughs> like streaming 24/7 our front yard to watch these goddamn birds. That's that's my thing. <laughs> Unbelievably adorable. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. It it has night vision too. Uh, <laughs> I'm very disturbed by how wholesome that is. It's yeah. Sometimes I get super wholesome. Um, that was that was like her birthday present. Mm. So, <laughs> birthday and anniversary present. Oh, like that's it. So <laughs> good for a year. <laughs> you so yeah, it's, that it, it's actually pretty. It's pretty interesting. Can you mention um, that it was your anniversary? Yeah. It, um. <laughs> I you know what I can tell the the story of our anniversary on a on a web extra on a on a Patreon extra. Okay. <laughs> All right then. It's an interesting story honestly. So um <laughs> anyway, bird bird cam or burb cam cuz she she says I want to watch my burbs. They're burbs. She um Poggies. So, <laughs> she's a, she she She's an interesting person. So anyway, uh, thanks so much, everybody, for listening to this really odd <laughs> episode of I Shouldn't Have to Say This. Uh, we put out episodes twice a month, every other week, uh, and you can find them at saythiscast.com uh, or on pretty much any podcast app thing that you can think of uh if you want to get in touch with us you have any questions comments or anything like that there are a few different ways you can do that they are say this cast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at say this cast uh dms are open there if you want to support the show there's a few different ways you can do that you can go to coffee ko-fi.com slash say this cast uh send us uh some uh like some scratch you can help us out um you can some sweet go... sweet scratch <laughs> you can go to patreon patreon.com slash say this cast obvious like everything say this cast if you go to patreon we you have different tiers you can go one dollar five dollars ten dollars at five and ten dollars you get some extra stuff you can hear the show early nicole's about to um start posting her uh outlines and and um information that she she collects uh for five dollars and for ten dollars you get a special a special role in our discord you get access to extra episodes like i just mentioned and um we will start once we get some more ten dollar um a month uh patrons we are going to start doing uh streams in the discord like q a streams where you can watch me edit and create the show uh, so if you find that interesting, if you would like to support the show on a regular basis, patreon.com slash say this cast. Nicole, where can we find you online? I'm holding something in. So you're just going to let me you're going to have to let me get get this out. This is a this is a privilege for those of you who listen all the way to the end of the podcast. Nice. I just looked at a uh, Twitter post of a man who put mustard on his AK-47 and he um, left it on there for uh 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 more than three hours and it left a tiger stripe on it 
like it fucked up the finish and it left a tiger stripe on it. Did he do and that on purpose? Yes. Like to yes. mod the gun? Well, he wanted the cool pattern and also to teach people that food have acids in them. And so that's just something that I see and has penetrated my brain very deep. Um, anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Jack oh of God. Three Trades. That's three is in the number or Twitch where I'll stream someday someday at the very same handle that's jack of three trades don't ask what that means anyways uh, where, uh, yeah. where do you find you genre we're maniacs right now okay so you can find me online at press start lock on twitter and on twitch you can find me at press start morlock uh, usually every week I have a uh, political chat 3 p.m. every Friday. Unfortunately, for the next couple weeks, um, that is going to be canceled because I have occupational therapy for my thumb on Fridays. That's going to be fun. Um, if you want to get the uh, theme song that you're hearing right now, our theme song is by Mustin. You can go to store.mustinenterprises.com. Lastly, we have a YouTube channel. Lastly, we have a YouTube and that's linked in the show notes. If you can go to YouTube, subscribe, uh, watch the videos, comment, that would really, really, really help out the channel. Uh, we, we have a few videos up right now. You're going to be able to see different videos and they have, they're actually like animated in some way. So uh, you can watch this and other shows on there. So leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe, and please, please tell everybody else that you know uh, about the channel so we can spread our message of, I don't know, good things are good and bad things are bad. It was uh, a mustard gun. In the mustard gun, yes. Um, mustard at some gun. point, we should start streaming on the YouTube channel. That's true. Actually. One day. Yeah. It was yeah. a mustard gun. We'll figure gun. out what to do. Um, so I shouldn't have to say this is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. If you want to know more about any of those shows, you can go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Today I saw a um a chud saying that uh Fallout wasn't political, say that um What? That listen we're not dealing with many brain cells here because he didn't know. He said, I don't think that any um, nuclear bombs have been dropped yet. No. <laughs> no. Literally, yes. <laughs> 